0: Hey guys, what's up? Today we're talking about stripping away false identities. What am I even talking about? False identities. If we're believers in Christ, we know who God says that we are. We know what He says about us. But the reality is, a lot of us aren't living into that. A lot of us don't believe that we're chosen. We get rejected by people out in the world and we forget that we're already accepted. We are told other things about ourselves we have these labels put on us by other people and we we seem to forget that we are holy and righteous We are His beloved. We forget who God says that we are. And when we're unsure of who we are, we're often confused. We don't know how to show up in life. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to use our gifts. We don't know where to cultivate. We don't know where to put our energy. And we stay in this constant struggle of uncertainty because if we aren't clear on who we are, we aren't clear on what we're supposed to do with our lives. We're not clear on helping our emotions line up with truth. We start believing everyone else and we forget what God says about us. Now, I was clear about what to do when I put my energy into my role as a wife. I was certain of how to show up in in life. When my identity was wrapped up in being a mom and homeschooling these kiddos for two decades, I was sure how to show up as a homemaker and serve my family. I knew who I was, so I knew how to show up. But the thing is, I didn't know who I was. I just knew what I did. I knew the role that I was stepping into. Guys, in reality, those roles weren't my true identity. They were areas I could show up in and express my true identity. But those roles were not who I am. It was what I did. So think about that today. When you're thinking about what you do is your identity wrapped up in what you do, in the roles that you have, in the hats that you wear? Or are you truly secure in who God says you are? Do you live into that? Are your emotions lined up with that? Whatever roles you're in, it's not who you are. It's just the opportunity to have your true self be expressed in those areas. When we have our identity wrapped up in our roles, life can feel really hard and chaotic and and un and uncertain. I can't talk today. We feel all chaotic and uncertain when those roles we're so wrapped up in, when they're stripped away or when we have to transition into new roles. We don't know what to do when our whole identity is placed in those areas. My whole identity was wrapped up in being a wife and a mother and a homeschooler and a homemaker and I didn't really realize how much my identity was wrapped up in that, but it was. We're going to talk about that today. But I want us to consider our truest identity, our identity that never changes. No matter what age we are or what season of life we're in, we have an identity that never changes. Now, we can only speak from personal examples But I remember when my athletic days of competing were over. I mean, I was just a kid, right? Young one. But I had to release, or I had to relearn, not release. I had to release that part of my life, and I had to relearn who I was apart from being a competitive athlete. Now, that seems like such a simple example because everyone goes through it. Everyone graduates high school. College athlete's career comes to an end. I mean, I watched my senior in high school this year transition from so many hours and years devoted to football, and then his high school career is over, and I I didn't want to just overlook that for him, and so we really spent some time talking about that transition and acknowledging that it's a law. I mean, yes, it's a natural part of life, but it's still a loss and it's a transition. And you have to figure out what you're going to do next when that Big huge part of your life is over. Thankfully, my son has a pretty secure identity in who he is, apart from being an athlete. But even so, it was a difficult transition. And I remember that transition for me. I didn't know what to do. Now, I wish I had leaned into my truest identity in Christ, but instead, I just found new roles to take up as my new identity, my new place where I put my energy, my new project, if you will. Don't get me wrong. I knew what God said about me. Even back then, I knew God's Word. I knew what He said about me. But my belief in what looked—or in my—how am I trying to say it? My belief in what that looked like and what God said about me and what it it looked like, it was completely distorted. Yes, I could say that I was chosen, and I'm included, I'm worthy, and I'm redeemed, and I'm offered grace, and I'm favored— But I didn't really embrace that as my identity. I just embraced it as, yeah, God says that about me. I don't even know what I did then. But looking back, I I must have just done that simple thing. It was just head knowledge. It didn't impact how I truly showed up in life. So my next role, I took on the role of becoming a wife. And I had a very clear vision of my life in that role. I knew what kind of wife I wanted to show up as. And then I became a mom. And again, my role felt clear. For two decades, I homeschooled four kiddos. I subdued my home. I found my worth and value in my identity in those roles. The problem with being wrapped up in roles and thinking that's my identity is that life changes, and years progress, and kids grow up, and they leave their mama. I mean, people pass away, marriages fall apart, and when our identity, when my identity, to personalize it, when it was wrapped up in those roles, it becomes a shattered wreck of a mess, and we don't know what to do with ourselves when those roles end, because our identity was so wrapped up in knowing who we are or who we were in those roles when those roles are no longer it's this question like who am i what do i do with myself like i don't i don't know what to do i don't know what to do that now that my kids don't need me i don't know what to do that i don't have these other areas that i've poured two decades into i don't know what to do anymore well a few years ago i was propped up in a chair with stitches in my leg unable to walk I hobbled to the bathroom occasionally, but other than that, guys, I sat in my chair and I had a lot of downtime to think about how useless I felt because I couldn't even serve my family. I couldn't clean, I couldn't I couldn't tidy up, I couldn't cook. Now that seems like, you know, a vacation for a mom, but I realized that I couldn't bless my home or my people. And there's that I don't know, that feeling that I'm not valuable. I'm not useful. But in that moment, God showed me just how much of my identity was wrapped up in my doing instead of my being. If you didn't catch that, I'm going to say it again. If I can say it the same way, I realized how much of my identity was wrapped up in my doing instead of my being. He showed me how productivity was my drug of choice. Now, nobody would consider that a drug, (laughs) but looking back, productivity was my drug of choice. Not only did I distract myself from reality with my productivity, but I tried to earn approval with my productivity. I tried to find value. I tried to be the best mom I could be, and I mean, I think I was a pretty good mom, and there's nothing wrong with showing up and being a good mom, but that's where I put my value. I I felt like I was valuable if I was a good mom. I felt like I was valuable if I subdued my home. I felt like I was worthy if I called cultivated my space, and created an atmosphere of peace. I, I felt like I was worth something if I could do that. But God showed me that that my roles I kept busy in, they were not my identity. But I had lived just as if I believed they were. God taught me a lot about finding value in just being, just existing, just taking up space and being loved by Him Only because I was alive. That was it. Because I was alive and he chose to love me. That's it. Well, let's fast forward a few years. I found myself no longer a wife. Yep, I said that on the podcast. I haven't said it this whole time. But I found myself no longer a wife, no longer a homeschooling mom of four, no longer a homemaker. I guess I'm still a homemaker. But when you don't have people to make a home for, it kind of feels weird saying a home... Like I'm a dog mom that is a homemaker for my dogs, I guess. <laughs> silly hearing myself say that out loud. Uh, but my kids grew up. I They didn't need me like they did. Every single one of my roles were changing. Even my roles at church and friendships, my roles in the side business that I had put so much energy into, everything I had once poured my my whole life vision focus energy into was headed toward the finish line at a very rapid pace. And I was a wreck of an ugly mess, but God, right? But God in his gentle kindness, he began rebuilding my belief system about who he says that I am he started rebuilding my true identity. It was, it was never lost on him. He knew what my true, true identity was, but he had to rebuild it in me. He had to rebuild the belief in me that says I am who he says I am. Since then, guys, I haven't picked up new distractions to make my identity or to to try to shape my identity. He's helped me stay in the place where I am super, super certain that I am enough in these moments because I exist. And that's it. Not because of what I do and not because of what I don't do, not because of the potential He knows I have, but simply because I am taking breath on this planet. He is well pleased with me. He loves me and He loves you guys too. That's what I'm wanting you to hear when I'm sharing these personal stories and I'm saying I, He loves us because we exist. That is enough for Him. We cannot do anything to make Him love us more. We cannot do anything to make Him love us less. We are completely secure in Him being well-pleased with us simply because He created us and we exist. That's it. He's taught me that. He's taught me that I am chosen by Him and that that is all that matters. It doesn't matter what role I may be in in this next season of my life. I don't even know what it's going to look like. And it doesn't matter what it looks like because my identity will not change. How I express myself in those different roles that kind of come up, it may look different, but my identity will not change. My identity will not look different. I am accepted by Him even if I'm rejected by people (laughs) and job applications, for goodness sake. All of these things I'm saying, again, they're for you too. You are accepted. And it doesn't matter what role you're in in this season of life. Your identity does not change. We are fit to serve and worship God, not because of anything we do, not because of anything we didn't do, but because that is our identity. He has made a way for us. He's made a way for me. He's made a way for you, and we are not disqualified. I am not disqualified because... I'm going to be labeled. I have to click the divorce box on on forms at the doctor's office now. I'm not disqualified because of that. I'm not disqualified because I have a counselor or, what other, or whatever other stupid reason we judge people for. I used to think, what can I learn from her? She's been divorced from my judgments over broken families or people struggling with depression or needing psychotherapy for Pete's sake. In his grace, he not only humbled me in all of the above areas I just mentioned, he humbled me in my judgments, but he has risen me up in my true identity. And if it took all the broken mess for him to humble me and raise me up in my identity, I would not take one thing back because I know who he says I am. And none of the wreck of a mess and none of all the good things I did, none of those things, none of those things. Make me secure. None of those things save me. None of those things make me valuable. None of those things make me approved. I am approved because I am His. You are approved because you are His. It doesn't matter how great of a mom you are. It doesn't matter how great of a wife you are. It doesn't matter if you blew it and made a huge mistake. It doesn't matter if you were a crappy mom. It doesn't matter. You are not what you've done, good or bad. You are His because He says you're His, and He's fully stamped His approval on you. Stamped, solid, approved, not rejected, but approved and chosen and wanted. So today I challenge you to consider where you place your value. Where is your identity? Is it in your roles or in your relationship with Christ? We are offered grace, not because we deserve it, guys, but because He gives it. We're valuable, not because of how productive or creative or nice we are, but because He says we are. We don't have to try so hard. I guess that's my point. We don't have to try so hard to be approved, to get everything right. He loves us, and His love is all that matters. His love is what empowers us. His love is what humbles us, and His love is what raises us up. We can approach God not because we got everything right that all the church people think we should get right, but because he has sealed us with his spirit and called us his and has included us as rightful heirs to all that's his just because he decided to. And he's God. He can decide whatever he wants. And what he's decided is that you are fully known and you are deeply loved. Not because of what you do and not because of the roles that you have and not because of the hat you wear. You are fully and deeply loved because he made you. He knows you. He's called you by name and you are his. Okay, I'll leave you with this self-reflective question. Are you ready? Ask yourself this. Is my identity wrapped up in all the roles I play and the things I accomplish? Or even so, like even if you don't accomplish anything, is your identity wrapped up in the fact that you think maybe you're a loser or that you're lazy that sounds so negative, but I know that is a lot of people's mindsets. It's like, I don't get anything done. I'm not I'm not very useful. I'm not very value, valuable. Where is your identity wrapped up? So ask yourself, is my identity wrapped up in the roles I play and the things I accomplish or don't get done? If it is, ask him to start the work of shifting your identity. That's where it starts, guys. Don't start doing a whole bunch of more things. Don't get being busy little bees trying to fix yourself. Start with asking him to begin the good work of shifting your identity because the verse just came to mind. He who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. Let him begin that good work of shifting your identity. Your roles will change, people. You may lose that job. Your kids will grow up. That is inevitable. You cannot be sure about anything except God and who He says you are. That's it, guys. Peace out. I'll be back tomorrow. If you found value in this episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends. Talk to you tomorrow.